Hey guys, my name is Mark and welcome to the BMW Pod, your official source for everything BMW. Okay, so it's been a while now since the M8 has launched. Um, I have driven many of them um, and I have experienced pretty much the full gamut of M8 driving competitions, standard, coupe, grand coupe, convertible. I've driven them all. And I think I have enough seat time to actually give you a really thorough opinion and uh, educated opinion on the car. Um, now, I don't believe that it's any secret that I love the M850. I think it's a fantastic cruiser that handles well and looks beautiful, frankly. Um, but I do believe that the car isn't much of a sports car. It is a sporty car, but it is not a sports car. Um, not necessarily because it won't dance, it will, um, but because it doesn't have the spirit of, it has the spirit of M, but not the soul of M. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't quite feel M enough to me, uh, from, from my own perspective. Now, the first M8 I drove was a launch edition, uh, M8 convertible, uh, Montegi Red on a brown interior. It was the Ferrari spec car. That car is still sitting in our showroom. Please buy it. Um, now, I love that spec. I think it's really pretty. Um, that was the first one I drove, and it was my initial impression. I loved it. It was unbelievably fast, handled fantastically. Uh, for me, it was noticeably different and better than the uh, M850i, and it just made such good noises. It sounded so good. The interior was beautiful. The new M setup on the inside is fantastic. I, I love it. Um, but I believe personally that this is the car. Uh, I don't think every M car needs to be a competition package. Um, for instance, I think the X3M is a phenomenal car without it. Uh, it doesn't specifically need it. I think the M8 does need the competition package. Um, I think, frankly, the car looks kind of silly with chrome all over it on the non-competition cars. I don't know why they're still doing that. Um, if anyone at BMW is listening to this, please just don't do that anymore. Uh, it looks weird. I don't know why we're doing that, but we're doing that. Um, the blacked-out competition looks so much better, um, especially if it has the carbon fiber exterior package, uh, which you should absolutely get if you're getting one of these. Um the wheels on the competition cars look phenomenal. They're my favorite wheels on any car right now, uh, except for maybe like an M4 CS, or sorry, uh, M4 GTS. Um, the wheels are fantastic. The stance is just perfect, especially on the Grand Coupe. Um, I really like I really like the competition's black accents. I think it adds a lot, even though it's just a little thing. Uh, to me, I notice a slight difference in sound in the competition. Um, they both shake the ground beneath your feet, which is good enough for me. Uh, but I feel like the competition uh, pops and cracks a little more and is a little screamier. Um, I could be could be wrong. Now, when I drive them, I've spent most of my seat time in competition cars because that's predominantly what we order. Um, I love, love the coupe. 
and I love the grunt coupe. I am mixed on the convertible, and we'll get into that later. Now, as far as driving dynamics go on the coupe and the grunt coupe, they are so good. The car turns on a dime, stops on a dime, and frankly accelerates on a dime. The car is supercar fast now, um, 2.9 seconds to 60, but probably slightly faster than that. And it has 617 horsepower for the competition and 600 horsepower for the non-competition. Although I believe both of those are vastly untrue. Um, The math just doesn't seem to really work out. Uh, The car car should not be nearly as quick as it is uh, with those power figures. So uh, refer to, I believe, car and driver. Maybe it was road and track. Uh, They have, they called out BMW on that. Um, but the car drives fantastically. It is a ballistic missile in a straight line. Um, makes sense though. Tons of power, two turbochargers, and uh, 4.4 liters. Like the, it makes sense. I, I get why it's fast in a straight line. Uh, and then you put the car into a corner, and it is shocking. The M5 dances, and this car dances pretty much. Just as good, if not better. Um, the car turns in so well around corners. It grips the road and it doesn't let go unless you tell it to uh, in M-Dynamic mode where the car will allow you to have a little more fun in four-wheel drive sport or just straight up rear-wheel drive. The car gives you so many options to have fun. I love it. I, I love it. And now there has been some controversy um, I don't think it's controversy. I think, uh, yeah, I don't think it's controversy. There have been some people saying that they feel like this car is a fantastic car, but at the price it's being offered for, um, when fully loaded up, it competes with things that are uh, a little more prestigious as far as brand recognition. Um, so Aston Martin or uh, things like that. Now, I have feelings on the matter, um, so I guess I should probably just say them without mincing my words. I think that's silly, and here's why I think it's silly. First of all, they're selling, so that's interesting. But second of all, I think it's silly because the M8 and the M8 competition in all forms are driver's cars, and they are, are cars that are meant to be driven, and I don't personally feel that the M8 is much of a status symbol. Uh, because aside from the badge that it wears, right? Aside from the the little tells that it is the top dog in the lineup, an M850 carries just as much status as it does. And yes, an Aston Martin, if you you know find the right deal, could be leased for a similar amount. But it's not the same car to drive. It doesn't drive like this. It might make different sounds. It might have a V12. It might sound different, better even. Um, it doesn't drive like an M8. It just doesn't. Um, it's not as usable as an M8. And it doesn't have a BMW warranty underneath it. It doesn't, doesn't have any of those things. And I think it's important uh, that while this car might not be as prestigious as a Bentley GT or a Aston Martin 
I I think this card's price is pretty fair uh, for the amount of performance and and driving pleasure that this car can give. Uh, I think I think it's priced fairly. Um, it is absolutely expensive, and I think it's going to be out of an out of the question no for a lot of people. Um, not just you know as far as monetary excess, but just as not being for everyone. I think uh, for people who are looking for a more uh, a more into luxury experience, I think the M850 is the car to get. The M850 is more comfortable, more drivable every day, and looks the same, except it just doesn't have quad tips, which you can fix if you really want to. Uh, the car, the car is a phenomenal deal for the price that's being paid, especially if you can find a pre-owned one. It's it's a fantastic car, and I think that that car uh, makes a better argument um, for value, personally. Um, now, moving along, I think the M8 is the best looking. M car that we've had in a long time. It's aggressive. It's mean. It has crazy looking wheels, which I love. BMW needs to lean in uh, further to crazy wheels. Um, these aggressive angular wheels, love them. Um, but the 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 convertible, I think, is the least interesting visually because uh, while it is also the least interesting to drive, it has. And inter- you know, interesting body lines uh, that are interrupted by what I would consider to be a kind of ugly uh, soft top uh, that I would prefer if was a hard top uh, because I think it looks better. That said, I think uh, I wouldn't get the convertible anyway, so it doesn't really matter. That said, the coupe and the grand coupe, in my opinion, are some of the best looking cars that you can buy today. The rear three-quarter angle of the M8, particularly the Grand Coupe, is stunning. Whoever whoever designed this car at BMW, right, the, the lead designer, needs to get a raise for this. The Hoffmeister kink, just everything about the rear end of these cars is just phenomenal. The proportioning, the stance, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's everything, in my opinion, that the M5 competition wasn't. Um, the M5 doesn't really do it for me visually. Uh, I guess that's the point, kind of. It's not really supposed to be super aggressive. Uh, but in any case, the M8 competition is a... Uh, and the M8, number one, look fantastic. Um, just no chrome, please. Now, I think the last thing I want to talk about is the changes they've made to the interior. Um, actually, well, no, before we move on, let's talk about ride. How does it ride? Not just how does it drive, but how does it ride? Like, how does it feel to drive? Um, it's what you would expect for an M car. I think it rides really well on flat pavement and on like reasonably okay pavement, but it rides like a race car on uh, bad pavement as you would expect. Uh, I've, I see a lot of people, um, talking about, oh, it's really comfortable and it's not. It's not comfortable. It's really comfortable for a race car that you can drive on the street, I guess. It's not It's not really comfortable. It is passable. You could drive it every day. I, would, I wouldn't have any problems doing that. It would, it would be fine. 
Um, but it's not comfortable. The, uh, uh, the M850 is comfortable. Um, this car does not feel that way to me. Uh, but that's fine. It's a race car. Now, interior-wise and design update-wise, I really like the new M shifter. I think it looks cool, and I think it looks uh, it looks unique. It fits the part of what it's trying to be. And praise be the park button. Uh, it only took hundreds of years. Uh, what? Anyway. So, interior-wise, I love the live cockpit. This is the first M car we got that actually had the live cockpit professional, although I guess the M5 has it now. Um, the new M mode button, the hard M mode button that you can push on the center stack near the shifter, fantastic. I love it. It's everything I've ever wanted in a performance-oriented car. I love the way it shows me in great detail, whether I'm in manual or automatic, and how it tells me when it shifts for me, and it tells me when I have control. It's fantastic. I love it. I love the fine control over the drive modes. I love that I can select individually much more easily than just pushing three, you know, three different buttons, chassis, steering, and uh, powertrain. I can just do brake, steering, engine, suspension, all that from one button um, and just touch it on the touchscreen. It's a great use of technology, and I really like it. That said, um, I wish drive logic was not on the shifter. I understand why it is. I wish it was in that screen too. I don't think drive logic needs to be on the shifter. I think there's no need for that. Um, I like changing it on the fly, but I would also like to change it in the settings. Okay, um, four-wheel drive sport is fantastic. It's the mode to be in mostly all the time if you're trying to actually like enjoy the active corners. Four-wheel drive sport is just wonderful, and I love it. Um, Rear-wheel drive is great. Make it letting the car be tail-happy uh, in a safe environment. Fantastic. And four-wheel drive launches hard. Um, I have no complaints about any of that. Fit and finish is excellent, as you would expect on an M car, and or on BMW, frankly. Uh, everything else about the car is as you'd expect. All the qualities about an M850 that you love, I suppose, or don't, you will love or not on the M8. Um, overall, I think the M8 is a fantastic car. Um, the biggest gripe I have against it is the chrome on the non-comp. I think it's honestly silly, and I, I, I don't like it. And um, the price, um, I think it's fair, but I think it's very high. And I, I just, I hope that people don't run away because of that, because it's better than that. Um, I think it's better than that. Should you buy one? I don't know. I'm not sure. If this car fits in your budget, and if this car looks interesting, go drive one. Uh, I think this car is hard to express in words. I think you really have to see it, drive it, feel it in person. Uh, I can confidently tell you uh, for other cars, yeah, absolutely. You, you like it. Go, go get one. For this one, I think you, you really got to drive it um, because an M850 might actually be the right car for you, even if uh, you're jumping to M8 or M8 competition. Okay, uh, that's all for today. Have a good day.